Hey everyone, welcome to another exciting episode of the Scratch and Track Podcast, presented by the Dude and Grim Show. I am the Dude. And I am Grim, and I am happy to be with you on this day for the second installment of one of the best bands that sadly not a lot of people have heard of, and that is Mr. Bungle talking about their second album, Disco Volante. Yeah, dude. Now... First of all, Grim, we would definitely like everyone to go ahead and like, like subscribe, and comment below. Yeah, I, I mean, if you're watching this, this is the second Mr. Bungle album we're discussing. I'm sure we'll get well, through Well, actually, them all. the third. Yeah, the second one we're scratching. Yes, so if you haven't checked out our, I guess, Scratch on California, that was one of the first episodes I think we did when we started doing video. It really started in- going viral. <laughs> yeah, we did. It was just blew up. And then we also did a first impressions of the Raging Wrath of the Easter Bunny demo, demo. The, yeah. the, the 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 new version that just just came out. Just, Not the demo. Again, yeah, check out that version of it. We'd only it, I think it came out probably on a Friday. We listened to it once or twice and then we recorded an episode. So that is our first initial impressions of the episode. So if you watch that one, don't judge too harshly. Um, It's not a full scratch, but we will do that down the road. But we really wanted to kind of take a step back uh, because I know California is, I consider California in my top 10 favorite albums of all time. I was going to, I was, I was really actually going to throw in the top five of all time for me. Just, just a brilliant uh, piece. It's Um, unbelievable. I want to do a little, take take a step back and and you know get back to the roots. Right? You know, and <laughs> when I more. do finally get that one on vinyl, it's it's going to be one of those ones where like I'm going to realize that that there's only so much to that vinyl, and that eventually I'll wear it out. So it's like I'm Dude, really going to have so to like be particular about when I put it on because you know that That's every so time good. you listen to it, it's one less time you can listen to it. <laughs> I think you should <laughs> not you should to be a pessimist. You should just buy two copies. I was thinking about it. Just leaving one wrapped up. Like if I ever make a time capsule, that is going in there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Well, so today, though, we're going to talk about Disco Volante. And I know both both you and I, we heavily gravitate towards California. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm not as, um, I guess, well-versed in probably this album as I have been in, in California. But it was really cool kind of getting back to this. You know, I'd listened to it some, I think, a while ago and then put it down for a bit. But then now over the past few weeks, I've really listened to it again uh, a few more times. And I had a a much better experience, I think, this time listening to it than I have in the past. Yeah, I'll I'll agree with that. I I saw a little uh, certain things that where you could kind of see where they were going and how they got to some of the things that they did in California. Um, there's certain parts of songs and sections where I almost I was like, oh, that almost sounds like this could be like a little bit of a demo for some of the songs yeah. that 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 did come into California. Dude, there are moments of just pure brilliance on this album. Um, but it's not for everyone. <laughs> no, it's it's surrounded it's by some taste. interesting moments, too. And I feel like the only way I can say it, I think I had read somewhere that someone compared it to like a David Lynch movie, but in audio form. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, sure. I guess I was going to say like a, like if uh, an evil cartoon had a soundtrack, this is Absolutely. that soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think... Some of the songs are, I forget what I said about, I don't know if it was Ars Morendi or Air Conditioned Nightmare. I was like, it sounds like a cartoon on acid being played backwards. Yeah. Like, there's just, it has this cartoonish, live, evil, dark sort of feeling, twisted maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just an unbelievable um, organization of of sounds and instruments yeah. and genres kind of all being it's thrown as, together it's as pop. much of a soundscape as it is an album i think Absolutely. i mean most yeah. of it doesn't even have uh english language words in it yeah. or and if they are they're not overly discernible <laughs> yeah and it's funny because i'm not going to give away my scratch but i will say that one of the songs that does have clear English words. 
I may be able to live without. Now, you can only guess what that one is. So please well, well, put well. your guesses below with your comments. Yes. We would love that after you like and subscribe, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. For me, and and I hate to, you know, I know we're talking about Disco Volante, but I can't, it's hard for me to talk about this album and not compare it sort of to California where I feel like there's some songs in California that are, that are more accessible uh, that not, not to say that you would hear them like radio and radio play um, because I think you get started getting into the definition of what constitutes an actual song. I hear what um, you're saying. I, I yeah. think, and I don't like it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think. Well, there's a couple things that I think you're saying. Now, one thing I do want to point out is that this album was released in 1995, specifically October 10 of 1995. Now, just for context, to further illustrate how much of an intense artistic statement this is let's look at some of the other releases of 1995 so you could get a context um oasis Mm. what's the story morning glory pork or (laughs) bjork's post (laughs) can you see how yeah (laughs) it's like charles barkley and that's um (laughs) dude melancholy and the infinite sadness the bends jagged little pill uh, liquid swords, me against the world. Uh, I, I mean, by Tupac. yeah, by yeah. Tupac. Yeah. Um, dude, um, Tupac's me against the world. Red hot chili peppers. One hot one, minute. One hot I minute? mean, okay. white zombies, astro creep 2000 for God's sakes. I mean, it's just, when you think about like what else is coming out, if somebody just went to the record store and picked this album up and were like, oh, this looks cool, they would have been like, what the fuck is happening right now? Yeah. Like, what if you, like, mistakenly just put this one in your cart? Dude, it like, was like yeah, when this- when you picked up that Jimi Hendrix and Jim Morrison live CD and you were just like, whoa, that just yeah. happened. That's a, that was, They were on a weird... And thank God someone was there to record it. Yeah. So it just needs to be heard. And dude, honestly, thank God uh, someone was there to record this. And although we talked about it and you said you felt there were some discrepancies, I still do think it's a it's really a a well-produced album, especially considering all the crazy influences and sound and sound quality. You're not just like, you know, miking up a kit and a guitar cab (laughs) and a bass cab and throwing a vocal mic up, maybe DI and a keyboard like, um, you know, there's like, hey, let's. Let's knock this one out live. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. You're like, dude, make sure you save like blank tracks for the penny whistle and the fucking mouse trap and like whatever else you're going to hear. <laughs> so there's dude, there's accordion. I think there's cello. I there's just, there's a lot of st- some stand up bass. I mean, there's, a, there's those are the normal on. things though. There's like yeah, sounds of fireworks and shit on here. <laughs> it's, Sounds you don't even want to know about. I yeah, and I kind of would yeah. like to see those sessions. But anyways, oh, I yeah. it, it's weird because you know I think listening to the Raging Wrath, Wrath of the Easter Bunny demo, you can hear like their real like roots in metal. Yeah. Oh, dude, and totally you can nice. hear that here, but then they go into these just interesting other places and textures. And to me, there there are some like metal parts that I like, but most of the parts that I find like the most satisfying in the album are these weird places that they go into even after the start of some of the songs, which can be off putting to some. Sure. Yeah. This album definitely has a lot of peaks and valleys where I feel like when you, when you, if you think about the raging wrath of Easter bunny demo, that is just like peak. I feel like the whole album, right? Like it's just like it's it's there. It's in your face, and and I know you. I think similar to me. I'm not an intense like metal person. That's just that's not typically what I listen to. But with that album, if people haven't listened to that for for that genre, dude, it's fucking good, man. Yeah, like yeah, it's, it really it's, is. Like like they they got it <laughs> right. Like like they yeah. they got it. Um, so I I do totally dig that, but. Um, so anyways, getting back to Disco Volante. 
Um, the name, the title, Grim. The know, title, dude. The title. I, I thought here, of course. I did you know that before you did research? Oh, like absolutely, dude. Yes, yeah. I mean, I've been watching okay. the James Bond movies since I was a kid, and dude, Thunderball yeah. is even if. It's one of the greats, even if Sean Connery is not your favorite Bond. It is, even though it's like there's stuff that's cheesy when you look at it all in retrospect, it's still one of the best Bond movies, no question. And it was funny because I was thinking about that and I was like, oh, I got a nice nugget about this album. I don't know if that's going to be out there. And I'm like, and then you read the article and I'm like, and you obviously forgot that we live in the time of the internet and everybody knows everything you do dipshit yeah me being the dipshit in Don't. that scenario yeah, that, so yeah i didn't i didn't <laughs> like drop some brilliant nugget even though i thought it was cool no, no. well the cool thing is though is well one it, um disco volante is stands for flying saucer in italian but to take that one step further i mean dude the, the band is like a huge fan of the film because then they also did a cover of the, like the film's theme song yeah and and I guess it is it is on the um, a sort of they is it like a demos release? They have a Mr. Bungle demo like rough mixes um, album, and yeah. and it, it 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 made that. How's <laughs> 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 your cat? How's wishes? Oh, oh, just really just but also, so where I found it, where where I found it was that on on Apple Music. They have an album called Cover Bond, and oh, that includes cool. a, a, a basically a bunch of different artists covering the Bond Bond theme songs. And did dude, they use they theirs? A, yes. Oh, nice. Yeah. And and actually, it sounds like a live version of it. I, I think um, I've because, heard that then. Because at the end, you can kind of they they say I forget exactly what they say, but there's there's something said at the end. Oh, my, I think it's like Mike Patton. Mike Patton says thanks for coming or something at the end. You kind of hear a crowd and um, applause in the back. But dude, check out dude Bjork did a cover of "You Only Live Twice" and sounds fucking good. I bet. Dude, check this one out, dude. Adam Sandler does a version and nobody does it better. Um, which is that's, also that's live. incredible. In Radiohead, I had a bootleg in college. I had a bootleg recording of them doing Nobody Does It Better also live. Okay, pop live. quiz. What Bond movie Pacha. is that from? Uh, I'll give you a fuck. Okay, I, I, I can't. I don't know. The Spy Who know. Loved Me, dude. Fuck. Well, for Bond fil- uh, fans, No Time to Die is going to be coming out, I think, in October. So if you guys are Bond fans, we, are, we have a little trick up our sleeve to discuss the songs of the Bond movies and we're selecting them by each person who played each Bond so we'll be like hey what's the best Bond song from Sean Connery's Bond movies and Daniel Craig's and Timothy Dalton's and now we're gonna ask you who sang the original cut of Thunderball who sang it who sang it think about that one anyways if you're a Bond if you're a Bond fan stay tuned that's going to be coming out in probably September early October right before No Time to Die drops now I also think there was an automobile El Deuterino uh, called the Disco Volante which was an Alfa Romeo and it, it, it just it looks like a, it's an old Alfa Romeo I believe and it looks like a flying saucer which kind of goes with the you know Disco Volante name Definitely now, when you think you. about that, if you, you think that, okay, so Alfa Romeo, I'm pretty sure it's an Italian car company. So they release a car. Could you imagine if Ford came out with a car and it was like the Ford Flying Saucer? <laughs> like when you put it in that context, it's kind of weird, but it's funny. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I'd be into that. I'd need to test drive it first, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, so Grim, maybe we, before we get into the tracks, I think I, I, this this album does have an interesting sort of story in the the, the record that was created. Um, it's a very oh, unique boy. record, and maybe you would like to I- explain that a little bit because this album does have some some hidden tracks, and they wanted to be very creative in kind of how they um, put that on the CD, but also how they put that on the LP. So um, yeah, drop drop now, it dude. like it's hot. Yeah, I do. Um, 
I really, this was the first I had ever read about that. Yeah, I'd never heard of it before either. No, it was, it was very interesting. Like a, a set, what did they call it? A secondary groove? Double groove, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So groove. it's like you'd really have to just like, you know, be so precise. And I believe, what is it on the call? It's on, uh, Gary's stress in the jaw. It has a the the song, or I guess the hidden track is called "Spy." Dude. And so, on the record, there's like a double groove. And if you're playing it, I think regularly, I I, I want to say, and, and and if anybody out there knows this for sure, if you're playing it regularly on the LP, I think it probably just plays Carrie's stress in the jaw. But I think you might have to manually yeah. move, move it over into the other groove to to hear the song Spy. Now, this is on the LP. Which I'm sorry, that is stupid because that is, in my opinion, that is the best four minutes of the entire album is that song. Oh, well, OK. I think that song's amazing. Like, like, that's my favorite part of the album. They got like an electric harpsichord or something in there that comes in. And it just that like Dude, spy it, is great. I did. It's it. awesome. I, I think it's. I, I, yeah, I can't I, I think, think of a part in the album that to me is better than that. Dude, it, to me, well, I'll talk about it when we kind of get into the track. But it it sounds it sounds really really cool. Um, it sounds like it should have been in Disco Volante. Honestly, the movie. Well, it was. Oh, okay, yeah. The, mo- right. <laughs> the movie. The movie, dude. The movie. Um, so here's the thing. There is also a um, uh, well, I, I, I found out and I, I don't know if I pulled this from the um, uh, the episode. There's an episode by the Vinyl Guide who has a YouTube channel that I th- thought they did an excellent job of comparing the original Warner Brothers LP to a uh, it was sort of like a European I don't know if it's a knockoff, but it was a repressing. But he did a really good job of listening to both of them, but also comparing the jacket covers and in, in everything and just wow. talking about so, sort of the differences. So I would definitely check that out. But he speculates that they didn't remaster or remix or re- use the master tapes and instead maybe used... The, the CD, which is not going to get you sort of the, uh, oh, the, the I quality could, I that, 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 that you would want. That, um, that honestly makes so, perfect sense to me. Yeah. So, um, and also that hmm. reissue doesn't contain the, the, the double groove. Um, which of, is of actually Spy. a fucking plus. Let's not kid ourselves. It is. Um, so a couple things, though, that I, I, I guess that are interesting also about the LP is that, um, or actually about the CD. So on the CD, when they created it, they wanted to do, it sounds like they wanted to do a pre-roll, which is oh. sort of like sort of like uh, Queens of the Stone yes. Age did on Songs for the Deaf, where you can kind of rewind it back. Apparently, though, that that process, whatever that process is, is patented, and they didn't want to pay a license or royalties um, so they decided not to do that. Um, and so that's why in the CD, I guess it, it plays, you know, huh. right after, I mean, um, I mean, I, I'm looking at the track listing right here and what I have is just Carrie stress in the jaw. It doesn't say anything about spy, but Correct. obviously, but it play it plays right after it. It, yeah. play, it plays right after it. So, well, um, honestly, I mean, dude, with the way the album is and the track, I mean, it's, uh, Anything could really go anywhere. Like, there's no point in the album where I'm like, oh, my God, if if dude, if nerve damage didn't come for Dweck <laughs> for guitar and oxygen tank, the fucking album would be it just ruined. ruined. You know? it's, it's done. Yeah, it's, it's definitely done. Well, another thing that <laughs> I I think they talk about it on on that episode, the vinyl guide in the Warner Brothers pressing to fit everything um on like you know on an on the LP they actually had to take platypus off which was the single and so when you bought the LP you you had a the, the regular you know album but platypus itself was on a 45 that just came along with it interesting so it yeah i thought, I thought that was that was kind of trippy i would so. imagine the fans were in a 
fucking upheaval over that well, one. I'd also, and, well, that's another thing, and that goes back to, so I have a copy of California here, which is amazing. And this is, a, it's, it's a reissue. The company is Music on Vinyl that remastered it. It sounds pristine. And I've seen in the store that they have Disco Volante, um, and music on vinyl also did a reissue of that. Now, I don't, I don't know any details. It'd be awesome to know if any of you out there have details of what that is like. Do they yeah. fit it all on rec- one record? Does it come with an LP? The, the, do, do they put Platypus on a 45? And also, did they do the double group? There's so many questions that did we they need remaster answers. it into a better album? <laughs> it's just, I do, we don't know. <laughs> Dude, there's people out there who think this is their best work, so let's not offend them. Oh, I, it's not about offending anyone. I mean, it's it's. I think tongue I, in cheek, everyone. I think in yeah, yeah, number one that, but number two, when you release music like that, I, I'm sorry, you just you can't take it as serious as you know, like I'm Samuel so Barber's Adagio for Strings or something. I, it's just different. It, it's like a movie. It's like an audio movie. It's and for it's, what it is, it's incredible. But I mean, it's something you just need to experience. Like trying to describe it to someone is is very difficult. It's like no, you just need to sit down, take an hour, and listen to this. And yeah, you'll I a would. Person. <laughs> I would if you had like a long layover at a weird airport in another country. That would be a really good place. Probably to, to, or, to listen to this. Or if you're on a flight and before you take off, the, the pilot's like, hey, you know, it's we're going to be experiencing some turbulence. I would recommend putting this on like really loud yeah. while you're flying through the turbulence because yeah. it will fit that mood really well. Yeah. Um, all right, Grim. I think we've talked enough about, you know, the behind the album stuff. Um, I'm sure yeah. there's some things maybe we missed. If the groove behind the groove. The groove behind the groove. So right now, folks, if you haven't been here before, we're going to go through each track. We're going to talk a little bit about them. And then we're going to talk about, hey, if your album got scratched, what track could you live without? So I have a few in mind. Grim, I hope you do, too, in case we go to overtime. You know, yeah. So let's roll it with track number one. Everyone I went went to high school with. Is dead, which just a really uplifting. I know. I, I do really enjoy you know. that title. Um, and at some point, you know, if you're the last one, you may be able to well say that in your life. But uh, coming in pretty, pretty intensely, hot and heavy, hot and heavy, man. Curiously, yeah. Uh, I, I as you would ex- as you would expect, though, be, and if you listen to the words, uh, it actually does. Um, it, it sounds like your typical high school student outcast, yeah. right? Like that's, I mean, it's, it's just kind of what those words are, but it has, it's like this very harsh, like marching music. Um, vocals <laughs> are saying off in the distance, dude, it sounds like the, it sounds like people are singing like way off. Um, Farther you know. away than Isaac Brock would stand for the background. Exactly. Vocals. I feel like this exactly. album is dude. If California, <laughs> And the Raging Wrath of the Easter Bunny demo had a baby. And while the mom was pregnant, she was drinking and smoking a lot. That that could be the case. <laughs> that, is, that, that is what I get from it a lot. So going into My Chemical Marriage, because that kind of, to me, that, or not My Chemical Marriage, that's funny, but Chemical Marriage, um... One thing I really like romance. about this is the sound of the Hammond organ is just really wonderfully creepy, like an old horror movie. Or it's it's Dude, very well done. I I found that in a lot of the songs on this album that it did sound kind of like you could be like, man, you could pluck that out and put that in a horror film or or in a just a lot of soundtracks. I mean, we'll get to some other ones where I'm Dude, like, I know. Dude, that could be in you know in a. I, I think it's. Violenza Domestica. I was like, yeah. oh, that could be in some like Italian movie soundtrack. And I'd be like, that's and even if, Again, even if you use the clip, dude, honestly, if I was in that business of like the guy who did the music for movies, this this would be like us like You're. throwing in Wayne's World quotes. I would put something from this album in every <laughs> movie I was ever a part of ever. No question. Yeah. 
even subliminally just be like, no, we need to tuck it in there. Yeah, no, 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 not spy. I want the heavy part of Carrie's stress in the jaw. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Um, so the thing with me for chemical marriage, there's a few parts in it that really remind me of uh, none of them knew they were robots from California. Just, Dude, just little tweaks here and there. Like I was like, oh, wow. I feel it's, like yeah. this whole album was building to that song. Honestly, more so than. uh Ooh, maybe that one and uh, air conditioner, Marindy. Yeah, ours. Fuck, dude. Listening they, to this album again just really made me want to fucking just blast California. I know. Just so my neighbors can be like, whoa, whoa, yeah, <laughs> whoa, whoa. Yeah, um, he must have went so, to the record store today. <laughs> yeah, he definitely did. Um, but yeah, Chemical Marriage, dude, it's got that kind of that circus organ yeah. going on, you know? And dude, they also, a couple of these songs, the the first song and this song also have like sort of those fucked up kind of back endings where there's just like chaos yes. going on and weird sounds and shit. Uh, that's, dude, it's pretty cool, man. Yeah. Um, so then we move on to Sleep, part two, which is actually Carrie Stress in the Jaw. Although I, I like the title. Uh, yeah. It's a very, the very dude, yeah, I know. Very interesting dude, title. Fucking do, man. Class I know. And I, I honestly, again, like, dude, spot, like, I, to me, the, the whole album up to now, I'm kind of like, whew, this is a lot to take in. But then when Spy comes up, I'm like, oh, dude, so brilliant. Dude, so, I mean, it starts off and it's got the saxophone and... I also think it sounds like <coughs> they have um they have like a stand up bass. I swear I hear stand up bass in it. And I really wish if that's what I'm hearing, I really wish they would have brought that out a little more into the forefront. Yeah. Um because I think it would have sort of accentuated the contrast between that and then when the fucking metal guitar comes in and it's just just shredding like <laughs> yeah, that dude, transition, dude. You know I every every decibel of boost that you give the stand up bass, that's just less that the fucking duck call can have. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, it's it's just uh, a real I'm, fine balance, dude. <laughs> do you think the bass is taken away from my vocals? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, now Desert right, so Search then, for Techno Allah is obviously well, we the didn't predis- talk about Spy. We need to talk about Spy. Oh, I I thought I, I already mean, we kind of s- did a little bit. Yeah. 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 But that it's is pure brilliance, like the best part of the album done. Yeah. It starts, I think, about five minutes in into the track. And dude, it sounds like this 50s it's or 60s, so like awesome. European, like yes. spy movie sound. It just does. It's, it's dude, so good. It's fucking great. Man. I actually, yeah. if I would have put the album together, I would have uh, issued the vinyl and then just spy on the 45 with like a note that says, this will pretty much cover you. Like, <laughs> yeah. If you can't, if you can't make it through the full album, just listen to this. Just, yeah, just, yeah. Yeah. Repeat. Um, yeah. So, anyways, tech, uh, track four Desert Storm Ninja. Com- no, it's not the, <laughs> yeah. Desert Search for Techno Allah. Can't get to the uh, next level. Ooh. Dude, now I think I like the game that you said of what, um, what song on California was this the predecessor of? So, this <laughs> okay. is clearly ours, Morendi. There's Morendi. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, I could definitely, definitely see that. Um, dude, I, I love the groove, groove of it, though. And I the, do, too. The synth, dude, the synth I know. has such a nice fucking fuzz on it, man. I know. It's real good. It's see, real I, rich, right? I remember Joe Boo, uh, Joe Fedrosi, Joe Boo, Joe Brew, he got me hooked up with Mr. Bungle, and this was one of the ones he gave me. He was like, dude, you have to listen to this song. Oh, now I didn't hear this song. I, I didn't hear the whole album at the time, but yeah, I heard, I heard this song, and I was kind of like, Oof, "That is, that is something." And the name is wonderful too. It's pretty solid. I'm, I'm a fan. I am a fan. Um, moving on to track five, Violenza Domestica. What do you think that translates into? <laughs> Domestic violence, like violence is the first thing that comes to mind. Now, one thing that I think is interesting from the like the soundscape perspective, dude, when he's like the knife in the fork or whatever, 
like at the, I don't know if I remember that it's, part. It's like but. uh what do they call those those videos like ASDR or some shit? You know what I'm talking I don't about? Know. No, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna Dude. Okay. ASMR, I think. But they're these okay. they're these weird videos uh that you can find on like YouTube and if you listen to them in headphones it's like one of those, it's called, it uh, stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. Um, mm. and, and it's just one of those things that like, as you hear it, you can just feel it. You know, like if somebody like really recorded well nails on a chalkboard and had oh. it like pan across your head as you listen to it. Okay. It would, it would just evoke like a physical response in you. You know what I mean? And that's how wow. I feel with that, with the knife, like the. Okay. That makes sense. I dig mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I mean, dude, this song. I mean, I know it has an Italian title, and this seems to be sort of a theme with this this film a little bit, or the film. Well, and I hear domestic bit, violence is big over there. I didn't know that. Is it? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Jeez. All right. laughs> Have you seen The Godfather? No. Yeah. Um, yeah, but dude, this song, dude, with the accordion is I know. really fucking cool, man. I, I dig know. it. And, and that's it. the thing, it. like, and, and then they go into that part with like that. Um, it sounds like some sort of weird, like dark lounge electric piano. Yes. And I, yes. dude, that's what I'm dude. saying. They they all go into these really interesting things where I'm saying, if you put songs in movies, you could put this in every movie you ever made. Just this album belongs to the Tarantino movie. Absolutely. Like, like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood when they were over in Italy and he was making yeah. you know, his his Italian spy movie. I don't Jeez, know who fucking should have got fired there because, dude, Mr. Bungle, Quentin. like, give him some love, dude. QT, dropping the ball. Come on, QT. Yeah, man. He needs to hang out with more Danny DeVito because Danny DeVito knows about fucking Mr. Bungle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's correct. So, anyways, after school special... Nice organ intro. Um, Dude, possibly right? the weirdest lyrics I've ever heard. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't, you know, I didn't die, do a deep dive into the lyrics, but okay. Well, I mean, you can just hear. What does he say? Like, my mom is better than your mom and your oh, dad, too. Like, sorry. When yes. I heard that, sorry. I was like, what the fuck? Dude, I, I should apologize. Yeah, I, I, I do recognize those lyrics. Yeah, you know what I said? I said... Cause they actually, cause they actually, um, this song has sort of like real singing to it <laughs> and I it know. starts off. It's probably the beginning of it is very digestible. Now, maybe towards the end, not so much. Um, but definitely in the beginning, you're like, wow, this, this, it, and I hate to say that it sounds like a real song. Um, but when I think yeah. of your, your typical, music person who if you started playing it for him they wouldn't be like turn this the fuck off right <laughs> yeah yeah they wouldn't um, be like somebody like yeah took a yeah, uh, backwards tape and mixed it to the audio of group for gremlins yeah. or something yeah <laughs> dude also in the middle of this song there's this kind of guitar picking and it really reminds me of i and i forget the song but a song off in utero really reminds me of this kind of like out of tune guitar picking, and I forget what Scentless song that is. Is it Scentless Prentice? I don't. I, don't I mean, um, it, it's pretty. That yeah, that one really gives me like a feeling of claustrophobia uh, when I hear the whole it, album. So. Really, oh, such a good album though. Fuck man. Yeah, I need to pick up that on vinyl. I almost bought that on vinyl this week. Almost did. didn't drop them all. Um, moving on to this is considered sleep part three. Which is what? Phlegmatics. Phleg- phlegmatics. Mm. Dude, starts off with a real hard metal sound. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, I, I like when the guitar guitar comes in, too. It's a little, it gets a little chill. Um, I, there's, I don't know if it's an acoustic guitar at some point that comes in and they're running it through something. Um, I, I, I don't know. But there's some interesting sounds um, that they're making with the guitar. I don't know if it's filters or whatever on an electric or it's an acoustic that they kind of fuck with but i i, yeah, I'll have I to listen back to that yeah it's it's yeah we'll call also, a I, panel of experts <laughs> yeah what do you guys think yes 
Yeah, seriously, if anyone has any opinions on that, if you've yeah, made it this far. We would love it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, dude, who hasn't? I mean, we've probably picked up 10 subscribers. So, um, But uh, also, I believe this song has some, there's some horns and stuff going on. I think it has an oboe in it. I'm kind of think that's what that is. But yeah, again, a lot of times there's so much going on. It's hard to discern, like, actually, like what I'm <laughs> listening to. Not in a bad way. I know there's yeah it is just dense now after that I I can't remember if it was I see I kind of confused the two so Mamishka Mao Squaz and um, I think Violencia Domestica I don't remember but one of those comes in with the sound of those like knives I I can't remember which one so oh okay if if I was mistaken I mean forgive me what the fuck is that shit well, dude, so this one also, I, I feel, I, I think this might actually be my favorite song on the album. Yeah. yeah. This was one that I got and it was so weird. And dude, yeah. I love what they dude, do with that. It's ending. the cartoons on acid, man. It, it just is. is. It's f- the production. When they get that. That's like none of them knew they were robots with those cartoon sounds in there. hundred percent, hundred percent, dude. It really is. And I just love, that's what I love about it. It just sounds so cool. Like, Oh God. Some of like the Xylophone. I mean, there's some, there is some really impressive musicianship in, in, in a lot of the album. I mean, there really is. Well, and um, I forget what song it was off. Was it, we talked about it during our Nine Inch Nails, I think, Fragile episode, um, where they selected um, one of the songs. Does it somewhat damage <laughs> to play um, to when they were torching people? Oh, in yeah, I would play this. Yeah, I was like, dude, this is the song you want to. I would actually like, just fucking play the, the album, album. and probably the vinyl because I wouldn't want him to hear Spy and be like, fuck, that's awesome. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not. So the vinyl, yeah, the vi- the vinyl version, of, yeah, of Disco Volante, not the compact <laughs> disc or the cassette. No, okay. All right, well, now we're gonna move on to the Benz, and we are not talking about Radioheads. The yeah, Benz. but what we are talking about is clearly this is gonna be an episode songs of songs, the songs the same, the same name, name at some point because, Ooh. ironically, both released in 1995. I mean, the the similarities oh, here are crazy, and to think that Anthony Kiedis was pissed about California Californication yeah. versus California in '99, mm-hmm. Radiohead didn't say shit about the Benz. No, radio was like, "Hey, we're cool. Like, you know, you're you're taking the song of our or the, the name of the song from our album and the self-titled track." I, mean, I know, it, but they were like, "But you know, but we didn't have ours broken down into ten, ten equal parts, parts um, with names like Aqua Swing, Follow the Bubbles, and Duet for Guitar and Oxygen Tank." So, well, dude, I mean, here's the thing: it's a ten minute song, and yeah. each section though is broken up really nicely. Like it, it kind of fades out and fades back in, and it tells a story. I know, um, and some of the parts not, are awesome. It's yeah, and some of them are like, eh, but <laughs> it's like imagine if. Revolution 9 didn't suck. Imagine if Revolution 9 made sense. Yeah, yeah the, 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 it, you know, it, the, the, I guess you couldn't have the Benz without Revolution 9. You know, they had to hear something and be like, this sucks. I can do better. Check out this part I have called Screaming Benz and love yeah. on the event horizon. <laughs> Dude, reentry, panic in the blue. I never want I I never want the bed doesn't sound fun no it doesn't if this song is anything like what it feels then I really don't want any part of it so I think we just need to move on it kills people yeah Uh, it doesn't sound good all right dude let's do the fucking backstroke bro backstroking yeah dude so it starts off man it's it's got some reverse sounds going on getting Mm -hmm. getting a little you know um but the song also gets into this, well, I guess I'll call this this sort of loungy little swing type kind of groove, and, yeah. and I like that. I, I always like that kind of sound. Um, you know, it's a it's kind of a you know it's a fun little song. It's short. It's like after after the bends, they're like, hey, we just got you through 
a ten and a half minute song. We're just gonna drop a little two yeah. and a half minute one on you. We don't want to overwhelm you. Chill you so need some recovery time from the bends. So, mm-hmm. so backstroking, backstroking. So, is that is that you got anything, or you just want to move on to the 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 hot <sighs> hit single platypus? You know, I yeah, I can't see. I lost my forty five, so it was really <laughs> awesome to start listening to this <laughs> streaming again because it's like I got you know I I get so sick of fucking with that extra groove. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, making it come out of the nose. See, my pro- my problem was I didn't lose the 45. I got the 45. I lost the little centerpiece that, you know, you put on the <laughs> for the turn big table one. and then you put the 45 on. Yeah. So that's, yeah. And so. you tried getting one of those things from like a fucking cup at McDonald's and just kind of sticking it in. Yeah, but it, it didn't you know, work. It's somewhere man. in between the small and the medium. I don't know. It's like using a Ziploc bag for a hat. Just don't do it. <sighs> no. You know, I, as I'm looking at this, this piece of ice looks like the death star i realized i really want old fashions on tap uh, i'll pre-mix places. them i'll pre-mix yeah. them you know and just, just get like a yeah do it not yeah. pressure i you know just just enough to just pump it in and it's i think that's a reasonable request i do too all right so back to the hit single platypus <laughs> um <clears throat> it's uh yeah, it starts off. It's it's sort of like an accessible metal song. Yeah, um, and yep. uh, and it does transition into this. It, it goes a lot of places, so I can see why they were like, "Hey, this should be the single. This is what we need to put out to represent the album." Because you get the silly cartoon sounds. Yeah, um, a little bit but, of everything. Almost. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, it's like Superman ice cream, right? It's just yeah, you're getting it all. Wow. Yeah, I went there. You like Superman um, or Neapolitan better? Ooh, uh, I know. Ooh. Well, Neapolitan, you get more flavors, where Superman is just more about the colors, I think. Um, I agree with you. You know, I feel like it's the same flavor no matter what color you lick. Right? I'm not going to lie. Anytime if I like if one of my kids is like, I want Superman, I'm like, D- you might want to like, do you really want Superman? Yeah. I know it looks cool, but like what yeah, flavor is be it? Be a fucking cookie dough, man. And you're going to get this shit. Yeah. Well, anyways. Anyways. So Mary um, go bye bye. Oh no, but I was gonna say, dude, platypus oh. is like this, dude, it's this jazz odyssey. It's kind of like so here's the thing, it's kind of like wow. what Spinal Tap Mark, Mark II, II. would yeah. have been if not if Nigel hadn't rejoined the band, if they hadn't, you know, had a hit in, over in Japan or wherever yeah. it was, right? Yeah. So um that's that's probably that where was a they big w- pull right there. Would have gone. Big um, pull. So, you know, yeah. You know, Nigel Tufnell would have wrote it, probably. Yeah, you think or 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 at least the heavy Nigel, parts. Nigel, yeah, Nigel, yeah, yeah. Derek Smalls wrote would have written this. Yeah, Nigel. Yeah. Sorry, I'm mixing up all the characters. Sorry. Let's close out the album, Grim. Let's close it out. Merry go bye bye. Well, this and is you could say is the last track, but there's also a hidden track. Oh, are you speaking of Spruance? Is that what, dude? I swear it has a bunch of fucking names. Like on my thing here, it caused it's called noises. Yeah, uh, I've, I've also, seen that one. Yes, it's it's. I think somebody else in another place. It, it's called nothing or something. So yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what people call it. But anyways, so Mary go bye bye. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's uh, clocking in at the longest song in the album. Even if you take away the minute of silence. The minute of silence, that's true. Which I like that. I mean, it's kind of like a, you know. It's a good bridge. Yeah. You just need to take it. Take a breath. Take a breath. Take a moment um, of silence. Dude, this, dude, this song is is kind of hilarious, though. Like, the, the opening is really, really funny. Uh, but then it goes, you know, gets crazy, gets a little medley. Uh, but I think it's good. It, it it reminds me certain parts of a little bit. You hear you hear the raging wrath of Easter Bunny, right? You hear that kind of how you know, pissed off just, he was. Yeah, just kind of like po- poking his head out, being like, "Hey, yeah. motherfuckers, I'm 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 here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, don't forget about me. Like I'm here." And uh, uh, if if you didn't hear our demo, like from way back in the day, don't worry. In 2020, I'm going to be coming up with a polished, like real version of it. So 
Yeah, um, it sounded was, good. It's 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 very prophetic in in that sense. Yeah. There's also also parts where I feel like they're um, really kind of paying homage to Cannibal Corpse. Uh, there's some there's some parts where I'm just like, whoa, like grumbling, right. a lot of grumbling. Yeah, yeah, and I'm just yeah. like, hey, is is Greg here? I don't know. He probably <laughs> is. <laughs> I'm not. Thank you. I'm not sure. Yeah. Thank you. Um, then we take our uh, we take a moment of silence. We take our minute, and we have the hidden track. Um, I can't say much for the hidden track here. It is kind of this just like why silly silly sort of warm up <laughs> in the studio. They're all fucked up. Yeah. Dude, basically, it's like if I got super hammered and me, who's not a musician, got behind the drum kit and was like, "Hey guys, like I, I got this. Like you know, I I can do it." And yeah. they're just kind of playing some stuff, and then you got some other guys in the background, and they're just kind of like laughing and fucking around. They're just playing pretty much what the, the 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 hidden track is yeah. in, in my mind. So, yeah. So that's that. Whew. I feel like, dude, we made it. We made it through the gauntlet, dude. Look at us, and we kept it under an hour. Good for us. Yeah. Should we stretch it out and just kind of no? I felt like I I was kind of going on enough tangents, but if you want me to tell you about like more where I would do mm. the tap old fashioned i can but no we no. should probably just scratch that deserves his own episode so <laughs> no shit um all right i don't know whose turn whose turn i'm gonna who's put turn? you up on the t all right fucking fine um mm, i do have a backup oh no, wow I, you're, th- you're thinking a possible ot it's possible. Um, I do have a backup, just but I will admit I'm fully rethinking the backup now after we just discussed the song. Ooh. I'm like, Fuck yeah, I know. But so I'm gonna chop off the uh, the last part of the sleep trilogy, phlegmatics. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, <sighs> I, I can't say you know, with an album like this, I can't make the argument. Oh, will it really ruin the flow for me? You know, that's that's, <laughs> that's <laughs> or it's like the hit single that I've just heard too yeah. many times. That's, that's, yeah, that's you're like it. God. If I hadn't heard that on alternative <laughs> rock radio so fucking much, <laughs> yeah, it'd still be on. But um, yeah, I just think there's other other really good songs, and I love um, with uh, after going from after school special um, and. Right into uh, what is it? Um, um, Ma Makisha, Mao, yeah, Squaz. I don't even know how to say that. Um, that is like my favorite song. So, so I, I can basically say, you know, I really want to get to that track. Mm-hmm. So that is my scratch. Sleep part three, phlegmatics. Well, okay. We are not going to overtime because I mean, who the fuck are we kidding? Um, I'm I'm going right before that and scratch an after school special. I know that in in so many ways, it's um, one of the more accessible songs in terms of it It resembles what people are used to as a pop slash rock kind of a song in terms of format and stuff, even if they think it's weird as shit. I just don't I don't like the vocals. And I think that. It is kind of, it does disrupt the flow because I'm not hearing like fucking laser guns and fucking <laughs> knives being thrown at a wall and shit. You know? I, you're like, not hearing a dump truck driving through a nitroglycerin <laughs> plant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, you know, yeah. Yeah, exactly. it just, it, it really kind of throws me off. I'm just really getting into this fucking like zen moment <laughs> with the with the rest dude. of the album. <laughs> dude, you're zenning the fuck out and then they're talking about your mom and you're like, yeah. dude, I, that, like, yeah, it just to, totally, to do with me? totally yeah. takes you out. Totally yeah. takes you out. It, it, you know, the song itself, especially for an album like this, I think the issue that, and I can't argue with you, is that there's a portion of it that is almost too accessible. <laughs> yeah. It was like, Jesus, I didn't know this was a fucking pot, like now volume 58. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Just you like know, that. Now that's what I call music. You know, those yeah. horrible compilations now. of everything that I don't want to listen to. Yeah. It's not like, dude, they're coming out with fucking jock jams. <laughs> dude. How good were those? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Good, really good. place for a song like Follow the Bubbles. Yeah. All right, Grim. Well, I think that officially scratches Disco Volante by Mr. Bungle. Now, we hope yeah. that you guys have followed us this long. And maybe you agree with us. Maybe you disagree with us. Maybe you think we're full of shit. It's quite possible that we could be. All of the um, above are fine. But feel just, free to comment below and yeah. let us know. Because if anything, it'll just help the algorithm. So yeah, tell me it. why I'm wrong. Yeah, you know. And what's what track would you guys scratch? Is this your uh, fucking duet bungle? for guitar and oxygen tank is off the table? <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. All right. We're wrapping it up here. Yeah. Um, where do you place this album in the Bungle catalog? Is this sort of like, is this your warm up to California? Is this one that you put ahead of that? Do you prefer more of the um, thrash metal of Raging uh, Bunny demo, Easter you Bunny demo? Sorry. There. It, it's a um, long title. I know. I, I know. Um, Raging Wrath of the you Easter probably Bunny. Probably last. I, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna comfortably say last. I wasn't asking you. I was asking them. Oh, okay, okay. God. What What about you though? For real? Um, it's okay. It's okay to have an opinion, even in two, go, in the year of our Lord 2021. I'm gonna go okay to California Raging Wrath. This one, I I need some more time with the self titled album. A lot um, of people to, consider to, it very to, influential. To is it and what <laughs> like where they where they went or where they wanted to go <laughs> only, God, only god knows all right okay grim we got to tune out so everyone else can tune in you cool with yeah, that i'm i'm ready right. to tune out man cool all right everyone well Please like and subscribe. No reason to uh, play that sound again, but like, like subscribe, subscribe comment out. below. The Dude and Grim it Show. Really we are out. Scratch Track is produced by The Dude and Grim. Additional music provided by Moore in the Tins. Copyright 2021. The Dude and Grim Show.